Happy Thursday, guys. Season 2, episode 35, Orange and Blue Things, September 6th, 2018, live from the Seven Line headquarters out in Hot Pog, Long Island. The Mets are off today, coming back from a West Coast trip that they actually uh, played very well in Los Angeles. They haven't won a game out in L.A. in, in, in quite some time, and they did take the series, which, you know, a little too little too late, but that's always nice to see uh, at the end of the season. These guys still competing and going out there and putting up Ws. But um, today we have a special guest uh, phone screener. Shout out to my boy Keith Tara. What's up, Keith? What's up, boys? How's it going? How's it going, Lizzie? How's boys? it going, everybody out there in Seven Line Land? Keith is a Mets fan. Boys? Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Sorry. He's been a Mets fan forever, and uh, he's been busting my chops since I started this. Like, Darren, you don't know anything about baseball. Why do you host a show? <laughs> you know very as a, little. As a true live, fan would say. Yes. <laughs> very little. I know enough to, to, to own a brand and have a show. And No, you do. Yeah, you get a buy. You get by fine. So I'm not complaining. <laughs> Snake it till you make it, as they say. But uh, Keith is going to be answering the phones today. If you have anything you want to talk to us about, 631 Three eight eight five one nine five. Myself, Darren Meenan, and Lizzie Saroyan hosting this weekend. Lizzie's been hosting basically almost the whole summer. We decided that we wanted to start doing these early shows because why? Uh, why not? You know, enjoy our nights. And I'm killing it. Yeah, you're doing a good job. <laughs> I mean, I know. I will concur. She's doing Keith, good. Like like we yeah. said last week when we had um, uh, who was on last week. PSL to Flushing, uh, Joe DeMeo. Joe knows a lot about baseball. I know less. Lizzie knows less than me. And now Keith knows more than us in the room. So, uh, I mean, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to chat, 631-388-5195. Shouty to our boys and girls over at Oyster Bay Brewing Company. I saw they have a new beer. Uh, maybe it's like their second year doing it, but they got a new beer at, uh, at the brew house. They have a pumpkin ale, so it's I officially, it. it's not really Delicious. the fall yet, but it's right around the corner. But guess what? What? September 1st, I bought my first six-pack of pumpkin beer. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Are you a pumpkin, like, coffee drinker? Do you no. drink pumpkin spice? Oh, no, 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 my sister is. I'll miss that, like, so, you know, because I'm not on the coffee kick anymore. I used to like to get the pipe pumpkin spice, but it's so dumb. Like, you can drink it all year round if you want to, but right. just the leaves start changing and you start changing, you know, your 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 thirst quenching drinks. So, shout out to Oyster Bay. They got the pumpkin spice over there. Uh, I'm sure I they have it at your local distributor, but also $5 pints during any Mets game from now to the end of the season. Ooh, Dollar off any time when you just mention orange and blue things. So, if you pop in and there is no game going on and you still want to partake in a little discount, Count just mention orange and blue thing, get a dollar off or five dollar pints anytime a Mets game is on TV. Also, I keep wanting to go there and then like something happens. And then can I we, don't can make we cheers it. though oh, for a second? Hell yeah, a nice little liquid Cheer. lunch again. Air cheers, you guys, from across the room. <laughs> I had a bowl of cereal like 7 a.m. <laughs> uh, have a you know. beer right after that. Can't drink all day unless you start early, right? It's five o'clock somewhere, so I'm drinking the Liberty. Uh, Lizzie's got the summer ale, and Keithy's on the uh, peach wheat today. Very so, delicious. Very refreshing good. on this nice hot day, yeah. I'll say. <laughs> is it? Was it like 100 degrees today? Um, Everything's changing. It's currently 91 and partly cloudy. It snows in April. It's like 100 it's degrees in September. really hot outside today. We'll, we'll yes. find out in a little bit when we hit the BMX trails. So, <laughs> um, yeah, shouty to uh, Oyster Bay. They are going to be at the Clifton. For our season two finale on September 27th, I just talked to Brian Neal over at the Clifton. They were doing some construction. They were closed for the past couple of days. But they have the outdoor patio getting ready for football. Football starts tonight. They have uh, daily specials. They're, they're happy hour. They basically give the place away. But we have a whole bunch of fun stuff planned for September 27th. If you're around, you want to pop out to Patchog. We're going to be doing the live show straight from the bar and then stay afterwards to watch the uh, Thursday night game before the final uh, finale series of this depressing 2018 baseball season. But um, Labor Day weekend, a couple of days ago. Feels weird because this is a short week. I was talking to Tim Riley about maybe coming out to be on the show today, and he's he was saying it's tough for him to, you know, uh, pull even an even shorter week by taking off on Thursday. Right, he was right, off right. on Monday, you know. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Uh, so that kind of hucklebucked our plan as well to get the Boston packages out. We finally finished yesterday. <sighs> you're you're relieved. <laughs> Thank God. Well, guess what? Because I had two full days, including nightmares of like. <laughs> of We did talk of, about this yesterday. Yeah. 
you were like dreaming about the orders I and, and yeah. screwing people's orders yep. up. And you know I what? Sure was. Everyone's always nervous that we're not going to be able to produce in time for an outing. You know, we Ooh. we we put not too much pressure on ourselves. It's always about two weeks out. Yeah. So we tell people if you don't get anything within two weeks, or if you don't hear from us within two weeks before a game, sure, then email us. Two weeks before the game was just this past Saturday. So we started getting the emails like flooded. Well, but Monday we were closed. So, okay. So first we get emails from people that... Well, I get um, direct messages constantly. Where's my stuff? Where's my right. stuff? It might be their so first sound. So now that I'm like an admin on, on the um, pages, so now I get them too. Uh-huh. You reply, I don't, but... Now I'm like bombarded with that. <laughs> well, as if well. you're watching on Facebook now, like we don't deal with any order information through Facebook. No. It, like email us. Like yeah. it's it's. I don't know if other brands work like that, but you know we don't do order number stuff through Facebook no. or Twitter or Instagram. Like, Especially not on the weekends. Like right. no. So what'd you do last weekend? So wait. Oh. Bombarded with emails from people. Where where is my order? Like it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Then once I started sending out the packages. So what happens with our system is. If you ordered um, three smalls and then you emailed me afterwards to and you're like, it. I want to change it from smalls to whatever, I write back and I say, I'm changing this manually so when you get the confirmation, you won't see that it mm-hmm. says right, right, what right, you right, 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 right. now want. But they get nervous. I understand. Okay. So then I got a million emails from people that said like, I got a confirmation. And you can tell that people are really You mean. know what it is? I no got a good confirmation deed. and blah, blah, blah. And Oh my God! <laughs> so then I wrote a nasty tweet. Well, you know what it is. We <laughs> tell I people never if, if you give us your wrong shirt sizes, we're not supposed to change it. We write that. We, we we're very strict about that, but we do on occasion if people are nice about it in the emails. But anyway, well, uh, I, not to get too much about that. If you are sitting with us, you should have already gotten an email with your tracking. It should be there any day now. If you so look close today, a lot of if the not, packages. Went out yesterday, yesterday, but the tracking hasn't updated yet for today. So don't right. worry. <laughs> it's, it's out of our coming. hands. Uh, Labor Day weekend. I think you went rafting I or something? I did go rafting. Where, uh, upstate? Yeah. Kittany. Or Pennsylvania? Yeah, it's down the uh, Delaware River Gap. Is that what it's called? Kittany? Yeah, something like that. All right. It was super fun. Can you drink on that? Hell yeah. Okay, because I know that the one we used to do, uh, I don't think it's encouraged, but we would bring like coolers on yeah, there. Yeah, we bring. The only thing that's not encouraged is glass bottles. Well, and they said like smart. If, if you are found with glass bottles, then you'll get fined. But of you course, should get fined. Of course, Someone... we got glass bottles. Well, you're an idiot. It's the same thing on the rally bus. <laughs> so like, don't bring stupid. glass. All right, 631 388 5195. Give us a call. Keith Terra, local Long Island, actually worldwide BMX legend. He likes to downplay that, but yeah, we maybe. were talking to one of my neighbors recently, <laughs> and we were like, uh, you know this guy over here? Like, Keith Terra, Google it. This guy's the man. He's like, really? This guy? I'm like, yeah, this, this, this dude can do some tricks. And, you know, we're all getting back into it. Old, hashtag yes. old guys that ride or old guys who ride. Keith's almost 40. He's going to be 39 soon. I'm going to be 38. I'm, I'm going backwards. I'm Benjamin Button. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> turning 39. I'm going back I'm to 37. I'm you, man. Give there me that go. pill. Yeah, She's exactly. going to be 38 on our D.C. trip. When we go down on the 22nd, I think his birthday is the 23rd. So we're all getting older. We're old, man. I know. It sucks. We love it. I don't feel old, though. Do you guys feel old? No, but you know what does make me feel not to change the subject or like turn this into a depressing, you know, segue here, but September 11th is coming up. Uh, it is 17, 17 years, years, which is crazy to think about. I watched the towers from from my house in, in Douglaston uh, yeah, fall, which which was crazy, but it doesn't feel like 17 years ago. But September 11th is this coming uh, Tuesday. And I think that the Mets, they still do. That I don't think they'll ever stop doing this, where they wear the caps. Yeah. Where right. it's either New York, uh, the police department, fire department, um, Port Authority. And unfortunately, Major League Baseball doesn't allow them to wear it on the field during the game. During they, the game. they did allow that the first game back after right. the tragedy. Actually, they didn't allow it. They, they allowed it. it. They oh, they, sh- they just did it. Really? Major League Baseball told them they couldn't do it. But I don't they just remember did it anyway. And they were like, "Well, who's going to really stop it?" You know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, At that point, I mean. yeah. And then I remember years past, there was someone that was sent to the dugouts to collect the hats after batting practice to make sure they wouldn't wear them during right. the game. Uh, you know, it's the almighty dollar, and they want to sell what they wear on the field. But whatever. Anyway, not to really change topics on that, but um. I didn't talk to Lizzie about this yet, so not to put more <laughs> on, on your plate. Oh, my God. But I, I think what about things happening? while we're, like, on the show, and then um, I, I think about it afterwards, <laughs> uh, you know, when we're live here. So I got an email from a place called Arugas. It's a bar in, in um, Patchog. And on September 11th, they are doing a 50% off special for any um, first responder. So the, you That's go to the nice. bar and you show your badge as proof and then you get 50% off your meal. It doesn't include drinks and stuff, but 50% off your meal. Uh, I think that we should do something similar to that, but it would have to be an in-person sale. 
So what I think we should do is I'm going to punch you. <laughs> but I'm like breaking this to you now. Yes. I, it's a good thing to do. So I think that what we should do, it's not going to be like anything crazy, but if you do, if you are local and you're watching this right now, I like that she's like pissed right now. Uh, if you are local and you are listening to this and you want to stop by on Tuesday, just ring the bell. It's not going to be anything set up like we normally do. We're not going to do anything special as far as like building anything or doing a crazy line or whatever, but we will give a discount. I don't know what the discount's going to be yet because I'm just kind of laying this on you now. And I would also like to donate a portion of the proceeds from that day of the in-person sales to Tuesday's Children. We've done a lot of stuff for them in the past. We did the the Tears to Cheers t-shirt. Listen, Boston's done. I'm going to cry. Listen, <laughs> Uh, I'll bring in some extra hands if we have to, but uh, we've done quite a number of things for um, Tuesday Children in the past, and I think it would be a nice thing to do this this September 11th. Now that we have the warehouse here, we are more established than we were last year. We couldn't do this in New Hyde Park. No. So now on Tuesday, if you are local and you want to just pick up some stuff off the site, you basically come in and tell us what you want, and we'd pull it, and you'd, you'd purchase in person, and we'd give you a discount. And then also a portion of that would go to Tuesday's Children. So I think that might be uh, a, a nice gesture. And you, know, you know, it's just you and I. <laughs> I'll, I'll get. I mean, for something like this, I think we can get some extra hands in here. Okay. And you and I will take care of the of the transactions, and they'll get a discount, and it'll be it'll be not. We'll, we'll okay. set terms like ten to two. We can't be like all day. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So if you are watching this and you are a first responder, I think it should be something where if you're retired as well, you don't have to be active. If you're local, and we'll extend it to you know the military branches as well. Okay. So whatever. If you're if if you're around and you want a discount, come on by. Um. The standings. Let's talk about the standings because the Mets are playing better as of late, which was noted here by this guy, Michael Cohen, on Twitter. It's at OpenMikeNJ. Uh, the Mets are 19 and 13 since August 6th, 24 and 21 since the All Star break, and just went 5 and 2 in the last seven games against the Cubs, Giants, and Dodgers. They've only lost one series since August 6th, and where was this team when the season still mattered? So it Word. is a, it is a little, you know, too little too late. May was was bad and June was even worse. Only won 5 games in June. We talk about it every week now. Like June was the nail in the coffin. Um, a lot of people are saying tweets like this are the reasons why the team doesn't make moves next year. They like, well, you know, we finished strong. We have a strong pitching staff. Mats, Wheeler, DeGrom, they're all playing great. Um, we don't have to go out and spend this offseason. And I understand that that mentality from the fans' perspective to be a little upset because you don't want to be complacent or accepting of a 500 team. You don't win the World Series with a 500 team. You have to put the pedal to the metal, get guys in here that are going to produce all year round and get the team to the promised land. And I understand why highlighting something like this might be a bright side. Like I, I retweeted and just wrote like June because June was the was the end of the, our, our season. But, right. um, you know, I, the, the team, I hope that they don't see this strong finish as a reason to not build around some strength for next year because it's time we're in the same boat and it's yeah. a same, it's a cycle it's, it's a the cycle same thing and over and over again there's a guy who always likes to pick apart my words and talk shit on the internet because whatever that's what it's for but this guy mark who i talk about him all the time because yeah. uh i actually like mark he just talks shit to me on the internet is he a real person mark yeah mark yeah he comes to like you know when we did our thing at the playwright he was there whatever he's cool but you know people think that um, and I have to say this all the time because be, I don't understand why this is a, a thing that people even think. If you don't cheer like we do, we don't appreciate or respect your fandom. You can cheer or not cheer however you want. Don't go to a game. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. Mark doesn't go to games. Cool. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but fuck you, Mark. Mark wrote something. <laughs> no, no. He had a good point. He said, <laughs> you know, the team isn't going anywhere when they uh, constantly try to uh, bottom feed or pick up guys off the off the the hill that are past their prime or might not be ready to produce, like That's a Frazier true. or whoever. Like any guy who is, isn't like a game changer. Mm -hmm. And if the team sees what's going on now and then they translate that into, oh, we could just pick up a couple pieces in the offseason to make the fans happy, then hopefully they go on a run next year and everyone stays healthy. But you can't predict health and... Uh, if if this team is any indication of what health does to your roster, I mean we're in bad shape. You got to fix it. So that's a few years in a row where health is the forever, issue. forever. Yeah. It's it's a thing forever. But yeah. you know we got the we got the Phillies coming into town this weekend, off day tonight. But then uh, tomorrow's Mats, Saturday is Syndergaard, and Sunday is Degrom. Something happened to my K cards. I told you about this, right? 
I only have 10 left. You said that you may have I think have I may have left, left them, them on the wall accidentally after a game. I put them up and may have left them because there's no way I would have but only made never, 10 you K like cards. Never do it's that. probably disgusted or something. I left some K cards at City Field, I think. I had them laminated last year because we were using them every game. And we had, what, 16 games last year, 14 games last year. Yeah. And I was making remaking them all the time. And I'm like, well, you know, this is a lot of money to make K cards. Why don't I make one batch and laminate them? And now they're lost. So I'm going to have to make some extra, extras because I'm hoping. Syndergaard uh, has more than ten on Saturday, but yeah. we'll get to that a little bit later. The um, the good part about not good part, but the most exciting part about late season rivalries like this is that we can play spoilers. The Marlins used to do it to us all the time. The Phillies, who were a big rival of ours back in the day, or even you know a decade ago, are in second place. They're three games back, I believe, from the uh, the Braves, which is where we you know as of right now. I don't know if they're playing tonight, but. Um, We'll see what happens, but I, I don't. I have no problem playing. Let's kill spoiler. the Phillies, so, yeah, right? so I can talk shit to my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Your your cousin is my a Phillies fan. My cousin's a Philly fan. Yeah. Well, he's from from Pennsylvania. So. All right. Let's get to the phones. We got Rally Man. What's up, Rally Man? Greetings, Darren, Lizzie, Keith, Seven Liners, and all Met fans. This is Rally Man. I missed and you. Let's talk about those Metsies. All right. Hey, let's Rally go. Man. What's up, Lizzie? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> all right, hit us. Hit us. What's up? All right, all right. I think you guys are talking about basically what we're going to do in the off season, and it seems like every day uh, my shift just changes. I'm like, okay, we need a catcher next season. Like that's it. You know, got to get someone good. And then the next day, I'm just like, well, who the hell is out there that's good anyway? Everyone else sucks, and if it's good, you got to trade everything. And I'm like, okay, maybe we need a second baseman. No, we got McNeil now. Oh, okay. So we need a center fielder. We need this. We need that. What is our number one absolute need, do you think? I have no idea, but you, you just talked about catchers. Mazzarocco last night, or a couple nights ago, came out of the game. He's got something going on with a disc in his neck. Uh, Ploiecki got drilled during the game. He had a CT scan last night. Everything came back negative as far as his ribs are concerned. Travis Darno can never stay healthy. I love Travis. He's a friend of the Seven Lines. Uh, I don't want to shit talk him, but he was um, so highly regarded when we signed him, and he came over here during the I think it was the the Dickey trade. Got traded for a Cy Young. It was Apo Taco. This this guy's got power. Wait to see all these home runs, and I, you know I was just gonna say obviously Lizzie got the bell over there. Um, the 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 hype hasn't panned out, and I'm hoping that he can figure it out. But it's not really something to figure out. It's really it's a health thing that we were just talking about. So, what the best or biggest move is for next year, I have absolutely no idea. You just brought up Jeff McNeil, second base. Now we got Alonzo, who is going to come up next year, unless something catastrophic happens down in spring training or in the off season. He's playing the Arizona Fall League, but I have absolutely no idea what the answer is for first base because now you got Dom Smith, Jay Bruce. Alonzo, all these guys are now considered first baseman, even though Jay Bruce should not be a first baseman. Agreed. I have no idea. I, I wish I wish I had more knowledge on that. I'm not a GM. I'm just a t-shirt guy. But what what would you do? What is your what would you do if you had one possible possible move for next year? What's the biggest one pressing? Poss- one possible move. Um, that eh, bullpen. We always need freaking bullpen. It just is what it is. We lose everybody. People suck. But honestly, I think our biggest need is more internal. Our biggest need is that guys have to start playing better. Conforto has to be Conforto. Like, plain and simple. A lot rests on him right now. Like, a lot. He was supposed to be the next David Wright. This is the guy. You were going to build the whole franchise around him. He's got to step the hell up. I mean, like... I think it's more internal, uh, to be honest. Yeah, I think yeah. it's more like an internal, like, guys, we we got a team here. We have unbelievable start pitching. Like, let's see what we can do with it. So I guess, like, honestly, pr- I mean, yeah, probably bullpen, only because yeah, we do need an elite closer to New York and blah, blah, blah. Well, before anything, they got to figure out what's going on with the GM because right now it's it's undecided. But you brought up the bullpen. How many games did they lose in May? Because of the bullpen, or how many Ugh. games did they lose for Jacob Degrom because of the yeah, bullpen? This entire season, you know. This so a, a lot of guys got to they got to look everywhere and pick each other up, and um, who knows what's going to happen? But you know that you're going to be out there. I'm going to be out there, and hopefully the team is going to be out there producing as well. You know, are you going to be out there on Saturday? You going to come to the game? Hell yeah! Come on, <laughs> it's not a game about rally man. Come on. All right, dude. Woo-hoo! So we'll see you Saturday. See you. All right, rally, see man. you guys. All right, later. Bye. Bye. 
Um, there's one thing I totally forgot to mention in the jump because it's a kind of an important thing today. Uh, the Brooklyn Cyclones sent us a whole bunch of stuff. I'm wearing the Conforto giveaway from, I think, like a month ago. I was sweating this thing hard. So shout out to Greg Conway from the Cyclones. He sent us a box of stuff. I think this was supposed You're to be a so giveaway. Pumped. And the second I saw it, I'm like, yeah, I'm, this, yeah, I'm, keeping, this. I'm keeping this one. <laughs> Uh, we do have a whole bunch of stuff, and if you share the show right now, you will be you will be put in the running to win some of this free stuff. So share the show on Facebook, retweet if you're on Periscope or uh, Twitter right now, and at the end of the show, Lizzie and I will randomly select two names to win the stuff, and you get it for free. Um, I got some breaking news. All right, go ahead. Adam's no longer with us. Ah, uh, Adam, shouty. Shouty we'll tip, to Adam. We'll tip out a beer for Adam. Yeah, Adam, <laughs> our part-time warehouse employee, went back to school, and his schedule definitely does not mesh well with our schedule. So we are... We parted ways. We're, yeah, no, he didn't quit. We didn't fire him. He just, his no. schedule doesn't work. Yeah. We, we work uh, We work around the post office schedule. We yeah. They pick up at 3.30. The kids got school. Very sad. Yeah, it stinks. You know, it stinks working in a new guy. We had, um, we had PJ for a bit. Kelly filled in. We had Mish, Tara... Uh, Adam, and now we are working on we another one. Drew. Drew, once in a while. There's a kid that's been on my radar for three years, and I emailed him instantly yesterday, and he wrote me back. He's he's in some program at school. He just got his license. He's younger. He's in high school, and this kind of works out perfect for him. He lives locally. He is a season ticket member with the Seven Line Army. Shout out. His last name is uh, Shay. Pretty sure it's Shay. Uh, Danny Shay. Um, if he wants a job, it's his. It just we kind of have to make ends meet now for the next month because he's got something going on, like a, a golf club or Which something. Which is okay. Yeah, the next month we're yeah, fine. We're, we kind of pick up again in December, in November, no. December. Yeah. for Black Friday and all right, that right, stuff. Right. But Homer and Apple Beanies, I don't even want to think about it yet. Um, Please, let's talk about <laughs> a couple nights ago. If you, you know, we are a Thursday show, so we are breaking some stuff from the obviously the past few days. Bing. So on Tuesday, Monday night. On Labor Day, it was a late game. I could barely keep my eyes open after the long weekend. But Frazier made what we thought was yeah, like was the most spectacular sleeping. catch ever. It was a great catch, but he didn't actually catch the ball. <laughs> um, not to be confused or compared to Dave Wright's barehanded catch or Derek Jeter jumping into the stands or I think um, uh, Cespedes ran into the stands a couple years ago. But Frazier did topple over, and what we thought was a great catch ended up being a great acting job because Frazier... I'm going to lower this here and jumble and fast forward this here for a second. But you've probably seen this already. But Todd Frazier goes over into the stands, tries to catch this ball. It's highlighted there. If you're not watching live, just watch the replay on Twitter or something. A ball, like a rubber ball, pops out of some lady's bag. He picks it up, shows the ump as the ball, and then throws it into the crowd. So it was, it was totally a great acting job on his part. <laughs> Nikki G. Money wrote something here. It says, why would the Mets rat themselves out? I mean, after the fact... It's uh, it's funny it's, to talk about after that game's over. Yeah, but maybe it was going to come out anyway because it was on Twitter. MJ did some investigative reporting she sure here. Did. So Todd Fraser replied to a woman named Erin McCone uh, at two fifty five in the morning <laughs> after the game. That's East Coast time. So after the game, I guess he's back in the locker room. Replied to this lady. So it was probably going to come out anyway if anyone stalks out Fraser's Twitter account. So she wrote something about like, hey, you know, you stole my kid's ball or whatever. He wrote, ha ha, sorry about that. I think I caught the wrong one. Don't tell anybody. So that's kind of what broke it to the, to the, to the masses. And then SNY ran with it. But I think that's hilarious. Yes. I think I mean, you've it, seen I the hidden ball trick. Too. You've seen stuff like that. Pretty, um, it's, it's kind of scarce. It doesn't happen all the time. But the hidden yeah. ball trick is sick. When it actually works, the, the players just feel like dumbasses. And, and the, you know, the player that gets caught feels like a dumbass. Sure, but for sure. The players, it's like they just pulled off a highway robber. It's yep. sick. Yeah. Uh, so, so whatever. Cool, cool on Frazier, cool on SOI for catching it. And yeah. that camera angle was great. It worked out perfectly. Yep. Um, you I know, can't believe how that it ended the inning. Like it, well, also, it ended the inning. If it didn't end the inning, he wouldn't have thrown the ball back into the into the stands. Oh, right, right, because, right, right. You know, it was if a it, rubber ball. You right? had to keep playing with it yeah. or throw it back or whatever. <laughs> uh, it was great. Um, all right, moving right along. Give us a call, though, 631-388-5095. Try to keep it current. Try to keep it topical. Um, you know, we can talk about basically whatever, but if you're talking about something that doesn't really fit with the show, then we probably aren't going to put you on the air. So give us a call, 631-388-5095. Retweet and share the show if you want to win some stuff from the Cyclones. What I was going to say, you had breaking news, but so do we. We are definitely going back to the Cyclones next year. 
I do have a call with the Mets in just a little bit to finalize our schedule for 2019. Oh, like a little bit, meaning like in an hour um, at 2.30. So if we hammer everything down, I should be showing that off to the crowd out there pretty soon on our blog. But yes. the, the way that it's working out, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to go back to a, the Cyclones game in the middle of the summer at some point. But I would also love to go up to Syracuse. I would love to go up to Binghamton. Uh, the, the 51s had their last ever game the other day. And as luck would have it, Peter Alonso had a walk-off home run in the ballpark. So Cashman Field, they're probably going to keep it. I don't know if they're bulldozing it, but the Mets are moving on from the 51s. They're going to be on the East Coast now, which is great as far as injuries are concerned. When you got to call for a new guy to come up, you don't have to wait over a day for them to pack right. up and fly here from across the country. Right. Um, also, the atmosphere... Sense. Atmosphere is much different in, in Vegas. The numbers were always inflated. You couldn't take home runs uh, as seriously or, or, or stats like that with certain pitchers because the atmosphere is different. Right. So now that they're going to be just a few mi- few hundred, well, I don't know, how far is Syracuse? Like three hours? No, Syracuse, uh, it's four and Yeah, a it's like four. Whatever. On where. Four yeah, hour it, drive. It's closer than Vegas. And a guy yeah, like what? Jacob Rehm or um, Chris Flexen or these guys that were going back and forth from Vegas to New York, they're not going to have to do that anymore. So. I feel bad about like when they go back and forth. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, you're not only away from your teammates and your family, you're not playing when you're going back like, and forth. I felt the worst. These guys get called Heist. up. When and they don't even... Heist was going back and forth, back and forth. Like, every day he was, like, here, and then he wasn't, and he was... I was like, oh, my God, But these guys guy. come <laughs> back as, like, a backup just in case, yeah. and then they don't even get played. Right. So uh, who's the guy? Conlon, the Irish kid that came up this year. He got called up and didn't even get in the game. So um, it's going to be nice to have them on the East Coast. And yes. I think that we should try to work it out. Where I don't know how the schedule is yet. I don't even know if it's out yet. But if we could do a piggyback of, like... A Saturday game in Syracuse, uh, or or a Friday game in Syracuse, a Saturday game in Binghamton, or vice versa, whatever, and have a rally bus bring us to everywhere. That would be sick. I love Binghamton. I lived there for a while. It's a complete. My sister went to school there. It's a shit show. It's great. It's it, the the characters you see in Binghamton. And no disrespect to Plunk. I know she lives there. Uh-huh. Uh, I loved living up there. But you go down Main Street at like 2 in the morning or go towards like the college area. It's fucking crazy. See, my sister went to Binghamton University, but she was such a nerd that she like, shout out to my sister, who's now a dentist. She was such a nerd. She went to like one party ever and graduated a semester early because uh, she was that like. I didn't even studious. go to the school and I went to more <laughs> college parties than she did. I lived in a college house with my buddy Shredder Dan. Um and I had a job there. So I was printing T-shirts in, in uh, Johnson City, living in a college house, not going to college and paying like 80 bucks a month wow. for, like, to live there. It was, it was insane. And uh, Kennedy Fried Chicken, the Belmar. I love, I love Binghamton. Um, I think someone was just on the line, but maybe it didn't fit with the convo. So 631-388-5195. Did you see the Brewer thing? I think you did. I texted to you yesterday. Did, did you watch it? Yes. So Jim Brewer, when he was a guest on our show, I don't know, a couple months ago or a month ago, he was talking about Mets therapy, and then something came out where an actual therapy service was giving away free therapy to Mets fans. So when we were at... Did anybody actually do that? I'm sure somebody did it, just to like document it. Or I, It was great PR and marketing for the business. Yes. They probably got a lot of website hits. It, yeah. It, got, was, on the, it was all over It was the on the radio. Yeah, 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 a bunch of people were talking about it. Um, when he was on the show with us, I think he was talking about this skit, like going to a therapist. Yes. And then when we were at his show at the Paramount, he talked about that on the stage. Yep. So he ended up contacting, um, I guess, a local therapist and Pat- ended up being in Patchogue to let him use their space. And he filmed the actual skit. So he asked some fans, myself included, and some other people to like be a part of it. So I, I was just an extra. I was just sitting there. I, I didn't have any lines. I, just, I didn't even know that you did that until yesterday. Which I forgot. Is so I was. Funny. I forgot I even commit to it. I was supposed to meet Keith and these guys to ride the trails, and I'm like, oh shit! I forgot I got to do this thing with uh, Jim Brewer. Not that I had to do it. Like I wanted to do it, but they don't make it seem like it was a burden. No, it was great. I'm watching. You know, I, I trade places any day. It, it was. It was pretty cool. So uh, the guys did send us just about like a minute here that I'm going to play. If you want to watch the full thing. It's uh, up on Jim Brewer's Facebook page. So, Jim, uh, how long have you had this problem? Since 1978. Okay. And have you ever sought treatment before? Didn't feel the need to. Okay. Just just look at this place as a, a safe place. A place to express emotions. No judgment. Do me a favor, just don't use the word judge. Okay. No judge. Thank you. 
So, what type of emotions have you been feeling lately? Frustration, sadness, mm. anger, mm. hopelessness. You see, Doc, I'm a Mets fan. Oh. So, Jim. So, it, it goes on and on. He has some really classic rants about... Jay Bruce can't hit a beach ball and Cespedes his heels and uh, hand, mouth and foot disease, which he actually said was like hoof, mouth and foot disease, which was funnier. He's like, what is he rolling around in the dirt on a farm? So, you know, I'm just glad I was a part of it. Just to even watch that. So I'm like behind the scenes watching Jim do his thing, you know, seasoned vet, SNL, half baked, you know, touring with Metallica. And he became a friend of ours just from this. So really cool. I was glad to be invited. And again, I'm, I, I definitely got to make an IMDb account now because I'm a big time actor. Um, <laughs> ch check it out though. You can either go to our blog, thesetline.com, and I embedded it straight from the um, straight from the uh, Jim Brewer page. But shout out again to Brian McKenna, who was the therapist, and Laugh Track Films, their local company out of Long Island, who put the whole thing together. So very funny. Happy to be a part of it. And. Um, I, it's just very it's funny but it's so realistic because he kind of is saying everything that we're all thinking like yeah it's depressing it's it's miserable yep. it's you know yes. it, it, what's the problem sir like i'm a mets fan like all right well welcome to the club you know well that's where great comedy comes from it comes from actual truth right well, and also and that's what every meth fan is feeling and experiences a lot of yeah. people talk about their own things and their own life experiences and that's why it's easy for some of these comics not easy but um it's easier for them to talk about their own life experiences because it's relatable to themselves. It's easy to talk about that. Oh, yeah. You know, you're yeah. not really putting on a, a comedy skit, per se. It's life experience. Yeah, exactly. And Jim does that. You know, and same thing if – I don't know if you follow his comedy, but what he's been doing lately with the Met stuff and his family stuff and his wife going through what she's going through, he right. relates a lot of his everyday life to his uh, material, which is great for him. Right. Um, and he's also opening up a lot about his life, so – Anyway, more about life. Let's move on to a man who's been doing everything possible to get back on the field. It's Mr. David Wright, who is now being challenged by the front office or the Mets team for whatever reason. I've been pretty vocal about this over the past week, which I'm disgusted by it because David Wright has done so much for this damn franchise. He grew up a Mets fan. He lived in Norfolk, Virginia. He was a fan of the Tides. He, it's, he's like the classic story of every guy you'd want on your team. Right. Captain America doing things for you, Team USA. Um, but unfortunately, injuries plagued his career. And not only injuries, stuff that you can't even control, like spinal stenosis and all the surgeries and everything he's been through. So we all know it's been highly documented and talked about over the past couple of weeks. David Wright did have a chance to go down to spring training, or I keep saying spring training, but Port St. Lucie to play and work out with the St. Lucie Mets. He did well. He wasn't hitting in the beginning. Then he it's, it takes a little bit to get back in the rhythm, obviously, bing, to um, to uh, to pitching and seeing live balls, not you know not just thrown from BP. And granted, they are the younger guys, 18, 19 years old, playing down in spring training or Port St. Lucie, but he did it. And I, I'm hoping that the Mets weren't saying, you know what, kid, go ahead. You're going to get hurt. You're not going to come back anyway, almost calling his bluff. So Dave Wright moved up. Then he went to Vegas. He performed. Then guess what? Vegas season's over. What are you going to do with David Wright? He's ready. He says he's ready. <laughs> he gets called to go meet the team in San Francisco because they were playing on the West Coast, pretty close to Vegas. But they said, you're not going to play. You're basically here to continue your training until we see more from you that you can prove yourself to get back on the field for the major league speed of a game. How is he supposed to what? prove himself from the bench? How is he supposed to prove himself training on the field? You know, Keith's been through injuries, knee, knee surgeries and stuff like that. I have spinal stenosis myself. If I don't ride for a few days, I'm tight again. If David Wright stops what he started, if you ramp up your training, ramp up your, 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 um, your daily uh, dose of exercise and playing and seeing and live balls and, and stretching, and yes. play, then that's the only way to continue down this path. And granted, he doesn't want to overdo it. He doesn't want to blow himself out. But having him go through the ranks, start, start in Port St. Lucie, go to Vegas, now go to San Francisco to not play makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. I am not a doctor, but it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, Keith would say from, from riding, you know, riding BMX or dirt bikes or whatever, that's very grueling on your whole body. You're using every muscle that you have. And for David Wright, who is going through what he's going through, to now not play makes absolutely no sense to me. The Mets came out yesterday, I think late last night. They're going to put him through a simulated game on Saturday, 
at City Field. Which is like I don't even know what a simulated <laughs> game right. is. Well, no. Um, Mickey said you that take like four at bats. Yeah, I don't there's, know. There's simulated. Plenty, sorry, there, go ahead. Lizzie. There's plenty of pitchers out there that that could you know toss the ball to him and he could just like pretend he's playing. Yeah, simulated like, game basically is he's. Facing live BP, but it's situational hitting. Like, all right, there's a runner on second and third. Like, this is what you have to Who do. Who cares? Like exactly. Yeah, let him play. At this point, these games mean nothing. 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 Absolutely nothing. nothing. Let the man play. David Wright came out. He doesn't have a Twitter account, but, you know, when he talks to the press, they quote him. He said something. I have two daughters. They've never seen me play baseball. He wants to be out Which there so bad. How wow. could you keep that from him? How could you keep that from him? May 2016 was his last game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know, something like that. Uh, you did, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. Seventeen? No, seventeen. He didn't play any of. Well, yeah, sixteen. I'm sorry. He, he played like a few games. He was all out all last season. Obviously, all this season. Um, it's <sighs> unbelievable. So if the man is saying captain how of the team, imagine how frustrated he is. Like, listen to us right now. Imagine like or his family, yeah, or his what, wife, what or he his must brothers, be feeling, or his parents, or the fans. It's it's unbelievable. <sighs> Let him go out there. And the thing that's crazy is you have to commend him because all he wants to do is he just wants to get back on the field. That's he it. He just wants to play ball, man. He could have so easily just walked away. All right, I have spinal stenosis. Doctors are saying it's a slim chance I'm ever going to play again. All he wants to do is just get back and I'm on still the field. Set, I'm still set for life. Yeah. He's, yeah, 100%. But he just wants to play ball. Baseball is life. You know, like it's it's different when you're told. We talk about this all the time, just a BMX perspective. They are, we were listening to a podcast recently, Brian Foster, a guy who is a very, very high-level guy, big-time big big guy, X Games, shit like that. Uh, he went back to school recently because he's getting to the end of his career, but it's hard to hang it up. It's hard to retire. Right. David Wright wants to play baseball, and he's not allowed now? Yeah. Unbelievable. So I put this tweet out a couple days ago. It is Whenever this was, September 1st. Still can't over the fact that the captain of the team has to prove anything else. He's a professional, a legendary Met, the face of the fran- franchise. If he says he's good to go, that should be the end of it. Suit up and get back out there next weekend at City. Let David play, which we now know it's not going to be this weekend. So I don't know if they're holding out to let him have his swan song come out there on September 30th, last game of the year. Jose Reyes is not going to be back here next year. He said that publicly. He knows he's not going to be back here next year. It's the worst season of his career. How he even lasted this long. I know. He's I, not a major league baseball player I, at this point. I, I, at yeah. least he's coming to terms with that, and yes. he's accepting it. Right. But Jose Reyes is not, like you said, is not a major league baseball player. What they're doing to David Wright right now is unbelievable, and I, I can't believe it. And people keep bringing up this insurance policy. If he gets back on the field, they have to pay him. Well, guess what? You have the insurance policy because he couldn't play. And if you have he, the insurance policy that you ha- you haven't used that you're holding on to. But if it's you there. But guess what? You have the insurance policy because he couldn't play. If he can play. The insurance policy is now void. Put him out there, pay him what he's owed, and guess what? You'll make it tenfold, maybe oh, not tenfold, bo- but you'll make void. the money back uh. on the ticket sales, on the people coming to the ballpark, spending $25 to park their freaking cars, however much money gets into the ballpark, even though they have these specials these days, $12, whatever, it's 4 for 48 um, They're still coming to the ballpark. They're still buying $10 beers and $20 hot dogs and $50 popcorns. Um, <laughs> yeah. You'll get your money back because people want to see David Wright. I want to see David Wright. I want to see David A Wright. A lot of people want to see David Wright. So, Matt, it's just freaking call. Let, let him let – him, I don't know. Put David Wright out there on the field. It's unbelievable. <laughs> he's the face of their franchise. He should play. He means so much to so many people. And, he's you know – He's one of the very few Mets all-time lifetime players. Yeah. It's him and Ed Crane. He, he Nobody had, else. He had the path – and, you know, the, the ticket pretty much stamped for Cooperstown if he would have kept it up. And oh, he yeah. could have. He didn't get injured. Yeah. He now was Hall of Fame caliber player for five years. Now it's Mets, uh, you know, Mets Hall of Fame, which is still cool. But it's not nearly as cool as having your, your name enshrined in Cooperstown. So, unfortunately, it's not going to happen for him. But get him back out there. The fans want to see it. They're going to come out. You'll make that money back for the insurance policy, which, you know, it's bullshit anyway. You have insurance for something that when he can't play but he can play so let him play and the Mets payroll is so low anyway let him play just let him play hashtag let David, <laughs> let David play 631-388-5195 talking about Mets or whatever um, if it's relevant if we think it's funny you can be on the air um, we do have something coming up this weekend that I've been kind of keeping tight lipped because I wasn't Ooh. sure exactly what I wanted to talk <laughs> about publicly but we are going to talk about just a couple of the um, s- segments, or what do you want to call them? Uh, events. 
I want to produce a show. Events. That's that's the end of it. Yeah. The Tailgate Hero. So if you go to at the Tailgate Hero, even the TailgateHero.com, it'll bring you to the Twitter account. So since we've been ramping up our video content, since we brought Jono on board, uh, Nikki G Money had some ideas and, and different things. You and I practiced the stolen base challenge here in the warehouse, and that was all leading up to the Tailgate Hero. So what we're going to do, it was supposed to be on August 25th, but the U.S. Open screwed that up because we weren't sure about the MTA lot. So right. we are going to do it this weekend in, in the Marina lot. So we have four different contestants. They're going to compete against each other in different events. Four contestants, four events, winner take all. Points are going to be given out per event. And the way it works, it's a sliding scale. So not even sliding, but, you know, first place of an event will get X, second, third, fourth. There'll be points for every place in, in each event. Um, two of the events that we are going to talk about today is the first is a stolen base challenge. Uh, which is basically self-explanatory. If you've ever seen the kids run down the line at City Field, pick up the base and run back, we're going to do the same thing. I have a gigantic um, measuring tape that we use for the trails. So we're going to measure it out. <laughs> so every time we do tailgate here, it's going to be exact. exact. Well, We can either use that or parking spaces, but who knows if one guy was a little wide on a parking space, want to make sure it's legit, you know, 60 feet, whatever it is, 100 feet. 300 feet. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> we got the stopwatches. We got referee shirts. We got we got whistles. We got the whole nine. Um, the second event that I want to talk about is the hot dog eating contest. Oh, boy. Because it's not yeah. just your everyday <laughs> hot dog eating contest. It is a, it's, it's timed. I think it's three minutes. Jono has the official, uh, official handbook for the tailgate hero. But uh, I think it's three minutes. All you could eat. They all go at the same time. But while they're eating... I'm going to be rattling off different trivia trivia questions. So you'll get a, a certain amount of points for finishing the hot dog, an extra bonus point if you can answer a question during the three minutes. So while you're eating, I'm like, who wore a number? 18, bing, strawberry. So they'll get an extra point. So at the end of the three minutes, it's how many dogs did you eat and how many questions did you get right? That's so funny. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be funny. And if you throw <laughs> up the reversal of fortune, they call it, in uh, the – the competitive eating world, reversal of fortune is when you throw up. So if you throw up, you're out. But um, that's just two of the events. Two of the four, we have four contestants competing in the tailgate hero. And what the tailgaters get is this, this little trophy here. I don't know why it has a cup because I couldn't find anything else that kind of represented the tailgating. It has nothing to do with drinking. We're not playing beer pong. But anyway, the oh, tailgate hero has the wrong tailgates, yeah, red tailgates, cups, yeah, yeah, red cups. It has the wrong date on it. Because it was supposed to be in August, so if you win, whatever, I can just like sharpie this or put yeah, it. There's markers. <laughs> give you a sticker to put point. it over. I have but, pretty um, neat handwriting. We'll do something. It's with gonna that. be fun, and I think we're gonna edit it in a way where it's totally like 22 minutes, like it could be on TV. You know, commercial breaks. I'll host it. John will edit it with some. I think this is a great idea. Some titles, the leaderboard. I mean, what else do we have to look forward to right now? Tailgate hero. The tailgate. <laughs> well, no. tailgate hero. Well, the, the tailgate lot <laughs> is sick. Um, let's talk about that again because we moved over to the marine a lot last <laughs> last time. And uh, also, the next person to get through will play What's in the Box six three one three eight eight five one nine five. We give you free stuff. All you gotta do is tell us one, two, three, or four. Keith will put you on the air. Next person that gets through. Um, let's talk about the marine a lot again because if you didn't pay attention to our blog or saw any of our tweets, but we did move over there because of the U.S. Open, and I think it's got to be a permanent spot. We talked about it last week as well. We are going to be in the marina lot starting around 3, 4 o'clock because of the U.S. Open. It is located next to the marina, obviously. Bing. And um, it's on the opposite side of the ballpark. So typically we were behind the home run apple across the street from the, um, uh, you know, the train station. But now we're on the opposite side. So we're directly behind the entrance for like McFadden's and the bullpen and all that. So it's actually closer towards our seat. So it it's, works out great. It's so a good spot. If you are just putting it in your GPS, just write Marina East Corona, New York, 11368. Again, we'll be there like four o'clock, whatever. Tailgate Hero will go basically up until game time. Um, there'll be a winner. They're going to win this trophy. And they're also going to get a $100 gift card for the Seven Lines website. So I think it's pretty cool. And it's fun. Are you excited? Yeah, I can't wait. Are you going to be a uh, referee? I don't know. Am I? I don't know. I didn't work that out yet. I got the shirts coming today. <laughs> so I got the referee shirts. Whatever. I'll do I got whatever the whistles. You want. Whatever you want. Just bring your GoPro so we have the extra angle. Yes. Um, I don't have any. Well, actually, I do have a graphic here for this. Before we do tailgate, uh, before we do what's in the box, the Red Sox hit me up yes. a couple days ago. I put a note over here. I want to know who that is because I have no I idea. I didn't tell you? No. And I, I saw some say. bunch of notes over there. Did you get to everything you wanted to talk about? Yes. All right, good. Uh, so. Next weekend, we're going to be up at Fenway. 1,629 tickets. It's our largest outing ever. We had 1,400 in San Diego. We had 1,200 in Arizona. 
thousand pretty much everywhere else. God, I'm so happy these tickets are out. <laughs> yeah, average of a thousand everywhere else. Uh, the next outing you got to ship is like next June, which is fine. For and regularly. you kept on saying like this is the last outing of the year, and and I was like, it doesn't matter because this is the biggest that we've ever had, and it was overwhelming yeah well it's over but so. it's over uh hopefully anyway hopefully everybody so the, gets their packages i don't have to worry they will, about they will, it they will check your tracking we <laughs> will be tailgate not tailgating pre-gaming at, at king's entertainment it's like 0.6 miles away it's like a 10 minute walk but the red Sox invited me on the field before the game right. to do like a pre-game ceremony which I felt bad saying no to. I don't want them to think I'm, you know, not honored with the with the the ask you or the request or whatever. On. But I can't leave the tail the That's pre-gate party, it's and I don't want to miss the parade because us right. walking through those streets with 1600 is going to be sick. So um, I am allowed to send someone else in my place. So what I think is the right thing to do, since I know these people always go in early, uh, I'd like to send MJ and Nancy <gasps> in our place. That's they, amazing. They, they go above and beyond for the crew. They've been down since the start. They went to Wrigley. They've She's been gonna everywhere. She's going to be so psyched. But only one person gets to be on the actual field when they show like the name and they get to wave their sc- their faces again. MJ. The so MJ or Nancy get to do it. They're going to have to flip MJ's a coin. MJ's going to do it. Well, Nancy's Nancy's well, MJ will let fight them Nancy. Let over. them decide. So MJ or Nancy will, will represent the Seven Line Army. That's um, amazing. I don't know if you remember back in 2013 before I had the license um, and I told I've, I, MJ always knows what's going on and I told her that I might be working on this license in Major League Baseball. She wrote a letter like a three or four page letter to the commissioner of baseball about the group like you know, these are good people and, you know, when we were working it out because it wasn't really worked out yet. Right. So she always puts her neck out in line for us. She or- organizes the um, the uh, the tours at the ballparks yes. wherever we and go. Boston is giving her a freaking headache. But guess what? You don't have to do it if you don't want to do it. No, so, she, like, of course she wants to do it. If she, she doesn't want to, not too much pressure. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. But MJ or Nancy, whoever wants to go out there and rep for us. Oh, if she doesn't want to get on the field, you mean? If they don't want to do it, maybe uh, they have plans for, like, I know they're doing the tour in the morning. We're going to the pregame. The only reason I, not only reason, but one of the reasons I wanted to nominate them is because I know they typically go into the ballparks early, early. anyway. Yes. So this is going to be right after like first pitch and things like that. So they have to be in about an hour before the game starts. So it's a four o'clock game. They got to be in by three. We're not going to be in until like three forty-five. Right. After the, the the parade and the pregame and all that. So. Shout out to the girls. Thank you so much for everything you do. And if you want to rep the crew, you're more than welcome. <laughs> she just wrote in the comments, holy crap. Oh, she wants to do it? Uh, I mean, who wouldn't want to be well, on the... she said holy crap, so I'm assuming, Who yeah. wouldn't want to be on the field in Fenway Park? I mean, I, I, I'm not a Red Sox fan, but there's so much history there. Yes. Uh, that's once in fever a lifetime pitch, one of my favorite movies. You'll never get that. Drew Barrymore jumping off the Green Monster. And yes. I don't know. It's 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 great. So, MJ, I, I see you replied. So you're going to have to flip a coin. You or Nancy. Or maybe Nancy already said, hey, you just go for it. But whatever you guys want to do. Um, we are going to play What's in the Box. Let's get to that. I think we got Scott in South Carolina. What's up, Scott? What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, we're doing all right. What's going on with you? Uh, not much. You not to, much at all. So living down in South Carolina, do you get to go to a lot of Mets games or, or what? Um, I'm, the closest I am at is uh, the Atlanta Braves Stadium. It's about three hours for me. Um, so. you, ever, you ever go to those? Uh, I've been a couple of them, yeah. Nice, so I've nice. been down here for about three years and have been, been gotten a chance to uh, go see a couple of Braves games and uh, gotten a chance to see the Mets game. So Awesome, awesome. All right, so listen, we want to give you some free stuff. So you got to pick one, two, three, or four. What do you got? I'm going to pick number three. All right, number three. I think that was someone picked that last week, too. Did uh, did you give your? Did you email us your address? Uh, I have not yet. All right, once you, once you hang up, just send it to us. I did the right thing. I did tell him what to do. Just making sure. <laughs> it's Keith's first day on the job. Oh, nice. All right, so you get a, a vintage snapback. It's one size fits most. Rugged canvas snap from our friends at right. New Era. All right, cool, Scott. So we'll we'll mail this out to you. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate thanks, it. Right, no problem. Thanks for calling right. in, Scott. Yep. Good old Scott. All right, hey, guys. Scotty. So, um, oh, I'm so excited for MJ. Yeah. You know what? He just brought up uh, the Braves games. Uh, there's someone else that's going to represent the crew soon. Did I tell you about this? I get email, you know what it is. I get emailed a lot, and I forget to tell you stuff. But um, it's fine. The Braves hit us up about coming back. It was probably like an automated thing for groups. So we got invited uh, the next time the Mets are playing down there. I think it's the 27th, maybe the last game 
or maybe before, it's the 26th. Last series before the yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the 26th. The so the yeah. Mets are playing down at um, SunTrust, and they invited us to go back for another group leader thing for selling 800 and something tickets. We can't We're go. We're still in August, by the way. I know. We have to flip, that, <laughs> flip the schedule. We can't go. So remember um, Liam, the kid that we helped? Um, we, we shared his like GoFundMe for his liver. Oh, yeah. He's going to go. So we, I emailed Liam. And I'm like, hey, you want to go down and rep the crew? So Liam, I don't know if he's watching this, but Liam's going to rep us in Atlanta. MJ's going to rep us in Fenway. So That's so cute. That's awesome. He came to Miami. He was in Miami. Oh, I was Oh, there. you didn't go? No. So anyway, if Liam, if you're watching this, do a good job. MJ or Nancy, do a good job as well. Um, hang out with us this weekend. We're going to be tailgating in the Marina lot, Tailgate Hero. Uh, good luck to all you contestants, you four contestants out there. I don't want to sh- say their names yet. I want to be somewhat of a surprise when this thing comes out. Well, th- they're not even confirmed yet. They're are confirmed. They, they are? Yeah. I don't oh. Know. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> well, look at that. <laughs> all right. Thanks to Keithy for fielding the calls. Uh, only a few more weeks to go of uh, Orange and Blue thing. Today is, what's today's date? You didn't even change it. Today's the 6th. No, I didn't So we got it. two more shows here in the studio. And then the 27th, we're going to be in Patchogue at the Clifton. Definitely make plans to come on out if you are going to be in the area. Also, final game of the year, September 30th at City Field. I'm hoping David Wright's out there. Um, We're all hoping. So the David Wright farewell might happen that day. If not, maybe, I, I don't know. I, who knows what's going to happen. But if you want to join us, we there are some tickets still left. Go to Mets.com. How do we do it like a David Wright farewell if they don't do it? Uh, we have to do it. We have to do 859 something. big heads and banners. <laughs> and yeah. We'll see. I'm bringing, I'm bringing the David Wright big head this weekend. But um, anyway, come on out September 30th. At the stadium, there are some tickets left. Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. The 27th at the Clifton. And after the game on the 30th, we are doing like a final blowout at the Pine. So I'm renting out the back room. Elvis is going to DJ. It is a Sunday night, but it's a 3 o'clock game. So figure the, the, pre, the post-game party will start like 7, 8 o'clock. Big deal. You'll feel a little hungover on Monday. But um, going late, you'll be fine. <laughs> Mets are off tonight. I gotta tell my boss I'll be uh, yeah, sick exactly. Yeah, you'll be, you <laughs> you yeah. know that we always take off the day after the last game of the year. We've never worked yes. after the last, last game of the year, have we? And never, ever. I feel like ever. we always say we're not going to, and then something comes no, up. No, we and never like, I feel like it should be a holiday for the seven line. It is a holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday. It's a holiday. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, stay cool out there. If you're on the East Coast, it's pretty uh, hot out there, pretty steamy. Uh, let's go Mets. Play spoilers this weekend. Phillies in town. We'll see you next Thursday. My hashtag for today's show is baseball is life. <laughs> oh, my God. So you geez. said that earlier. For David Wright. Yes. Base- Not us. Baseball is life. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Peace.